Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Here's our host, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio. Welcome to an expanded edition of Inside Sources. I'm your host today, Greg Scordis. We're going to start by talking about the legislature. And as you know, uh, when the Utah legislature convenes, a couple of things happen. First of all, the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court addresses the legislature. That was uh, Matt Durant, who spoke to them a couple of days ago about the state of the judiciary. Senate President Stuart Adams spoke. But we also had uh, the state of the state address, uh, which was uh, by uh, Governor Cox, who kicked that off uh, yesterday as well. And in so doing, he gave a couple of messages, uh, number one of which was about his um, – what he calls the pursuit of happiness laid out in the direct in the declaration of independence i want to focus on that last right the pursuit of happiness you see it it isn't government's role to give you happiness but it's government's job to protect your right to pursue it now unfortunately researchers from the university of chicago recently reported that for the first time since the survey began almost 50 years ago more americans reported being not too happy than very happy. Recent polling also tells us that more young people than ever before believe that for the first time in our nation's history, their generation will be worse off than their parents. Many people seem to be accepting it as fact that any efforts to create a better world are futile, as if some sort of slouching towards mediocrity, or worse, is inevitable. And that was uh, Utah Governor Spencer Cox talking about the Declaration of Independence. And, of course, he was speaking about life, the, 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 the rights laid out in the Declaration of Independence, including life, liberty, and what he talks about, the pursuit of happiness. And I think that that's a, in this day and age uh, where uh, more Americans are not happy, certainly not happy with their government as they have been in the past, not happy with the leadership uh, in the past. I think our, our administration right now is at some fairly low uh, approval ratings, uh, Congress, both nationally and, and perhaps even somewhat in this state, are uh, not at a very high rating. And people are just unhappy generally. Uh, the, the climate is a frightening thing. The economy is suffering a little bit. Uh, but Utah is really doing quite well. And in, in light of all that, our state is in better shape than most. And um, he he also addressed the fact that in, it, things are not necessarily getting worse and that the future of this country and our state is in our hands. To every young person today grappling with fear, I, I want to speak to you. Whether it be fear of finding a good career or a home you can afford to buy, 
or fear of a planet in peril, or attacks on democracy at home or abroad, or the effects of inflation, or fear of any of the other crazy things in our society today. If there is one message that I could give to you, it is this. The future of our state is not written in the stars. It is for us, the free men and women of Utah, to dictate our destiny. And uh, he's talking about fear in a, in a concept that I, I, I tried to expand on a little bit here. Um, he shared his desire to transform people's fear into something else. If I could turn your fears into one thing, it would be faith. Now, I don't mean faith in the religious sense, although I'm a proponent of that too. I mean faith in good things to come, faith in us, and faith in yourselves, faith in our capacity and commitment to solve today's hard problems together, faith in a future worth being excited about. To anyone who believes that the next generation in Utah will be worse off than their parents, my message is simple, not now and not on our watch. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, and he talked about a lot of things that are not now and not on our watch. He talked about uh, Utah's youth, uh, that, that for perhaps this generation was not going to be as well off as our, as our parents' generation. And he said that's not going to happen on our watch. He talked about the fact that the Great Salt Lake uh, may very well dry up. And he said another thing very similar to that, which is that's not going to happen on our watch. I mean, he tried to give, and I think he did a very compelling way of doing this, a very optimistic view of what's happening in Utah, what we have to look forward to in Utah. And I suppose he was talking to a lot of people, a lot of Utahns who do have this fear, who do have this, uh, what he described, the lack of happiness, the, the pursuit of happiness that is not uh, that we're not pursuing very well, and try to give a very upbeat uh, description on where we are and where we're going. Near the end of his speech, he returned to his theme of the pursuit of happiness and what brings true happiness. I hope you're not surprised to learn that experts have determined that happiness can't be found chasing shiny objects like money, power, pleasure, and fame. Instead, real happiness comes from four simple but profound pillars. Faith, family, friends, and work that serves others. It comes from finding real meaning in life, knowing why you're here and what you would die for. There are so many of you who already understand this. Love this guy. I mean, really, he he, he gives us such an upbeat uh, uh, explanation of where we are, an upbeat feeling about where we are in this state, what our young people have to look forward to. And in his conclusion, he made a plea and a request to the young people, the young generation of Utahns. 
To the young people who have joined us, I have an important and heartfelt request to make of you. I and your loved ones and the elected officials seated around you are committed to doing our part to defend and protect your God-given right to freely pursue happiness. But tonight, I am asking you, I am begging you to embrace that pursuit unlike any generation before you. In, in such a pursuit, I am confident that you will find happiness that is not some light or fleeting thing. You will find deep and lasting happiness that flows not just from freedom itself, but in rising to make good on your responsibilities, from meeting your rendezvous with destiny head on as the baton of leadership in this state inevitably passes to you. And we didn't play the clip from the governor talking about the water situation in Utah, but that's obviously on everyone's mind right now. And people, I mean, I read a study recently that said the Great Salt Lake will be gone in five years. I mean, I can't imagine anything worse for our our environment, for our state, for our ski industry. We that's where we get our water, folks. That's where we get that that's where we get that beautiful snow is that lake effect that comes off of the lake. That's such an important part of of, of Salt Lake. It's such an important part of Utah. And he talked about that as well. But in her response to the State of the State address Utah uh, minority leader Luz Escamilla, Democratic leader, uh, talked about the need for urgency in water conservation. We need to act with greater urgency, use technology to find solutions, and lead with a spirit of innovation. Due to the combined impacts of climate change and lack of action, immediate commitment is essential before the Great Salt Lake disappears. You know, and I, and I think I couldn't agree with her more, but the governor certainly tried to give as much of an upbeat, uh, a progressive speech as he could and and try to give as much uh, optimism to the people of the state of Utah. Uh, when we come back after the break, we're going to be talking about some labor issues and whether or not the Department of Labor has had something to do with our current lab- labor shortage. We'll be talking to a guest about that. Stay with us. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor, Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.